on episode 359 of Nintendo Switchcraft, my in-progress review of Cadence of Mr. Tezuka talking about some course creation tips for Mario Maker. There's a giveaway for a really cool-looking Nintendo Switch, and new Tetris information is on its way. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is Smashblock, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. you live four times a week on tuesdays thursdays fridays and saturdays tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp this episode of switchcraft is made possible by patrons like you get switchcraft and my other content ad free for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp before we go any further uh usually i say which patron uh, it is, but right now Patreon is down. I can't get to Patreon at all, and then that's really where there's actually quite a few websites I can't get to. I wasn't able to go see uh, Nintendo Life. I couldn't get to Patreon. Discord crashed on me, so I don't know what's happening, but it seems like it's the end times. Uh, anyway, uh, I wanted to talk just a little bit about Patreon uh, because I know that there's a lot of people who don't like Patreon like in general, like they are not a fan of Patreon overall. And I did have somebody who said, Bill, I want to um, support the show. How do I do that if I don't want to support Patreon? And I was like, well, first off, just listen to the show. That's enough. But if you're looking for other ways to support the show, one way that I don't think I've ever spoken about, and that's because I just never got around to talking about it, is you can support the show just like you do on Patreon, but directly through Anchor. So if you go to anchor.fm slash NSC, that's uh, N as in Nintendo, S as in Switch, and C as in Craft, anchor.fm slash NSC, there is a button right there that says support this podcast. And if you click on that, it pops up a little spot where you can subscribe uh, for a buck a month, five bucks a month, or 10 bucks a month. So uh, just the, I, I always forget to talk about it because people ask me and then I send them a message about it, but I never talk about it on the show, uh, other ways that you can support, uh, Nintendo Switchcraft. But because I couldn't go to Patreon this morning and find the name of the patron for today's episode, I, it, it just kind of reminded me. So if you want to help out, that's awesome. There's another way you can help out as well. And this one is really important. Okay, Uh, this one doesn't cost you anything except for maybe about five minutes of your time. All right. So if if you want to help out and you've got five minutes uh, last year, uh, Nintendo Switchcraft was nominated for the podcast awards. And uh, it's just very I was like blown away that I was nominated for an award. We did not win. That's okay. I was just very happy to be nominated Uh, But the Podcast Awards uh, is now accepting nominations again. So, you know, if you want to nominate Nintendo Switchcraft, it would really like the the they they only take the top 10 of of podcasts that get nominated. And those are the ones that are in the category. 
So uh, nominations, I guess, are now open. If you go to podcastawards.com, that's podcastawards.com, it'll say the People's Choice on there. And uh, it's the 14th annual People's Choice Podcast Awards. It says nominations are now open. So if you click on nominations are now open, and then all you got to do is fill out this information and you can sign up. And then you can also click this. Uh, this so they'll, they'll ask first name, last name, email, password, and confirm your password. Uh, and it's basically you're just making a, uh, uh, you're making a, what's the word, I'm, uh, an account with their website. Uh, and then if you want, you can also say, please consider me as one of the listeners that will be randomly selected to vote. So then you'll also be able to vote on the the winner's uh, as well. So then you check that you're a listener, you hit sign up, and then you can nominate Nintendo Switchcraft for a podcast award. And, you know, it would be amazing if we won, but I would just love to be nominated again. So uh, that's another way that you guys can help out. Uh, it would really, really help. So anyway, uh, podcastawards.com. But that's not what you're here to listen to. You're here to hear about Nintendo stuff. So let's talk about all of the things that are going on with Nintendo. Uh, but first, I want to thank Scott Mahan for their five-star review on Apple Podcast. You get, uh, Everybody who reviews the show over there, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, let's, uh, let, let's talk about Cadence of Hyrule. Mario is an Italian plumber who, under your control, enters the Mushroom Kingdom to fight off killer turtles and deadly ducks until he can rescue the Princess Toadstool. All right, uh, that was the wrong clip. It should have played Zelda stuff. It's just random. It doesn't matter. Uh, Cadence of Hyrule, I talked about last time just a little bit. Uh, I got through to the first boss, and I was able to beat the first boss. I did it on stream over at my Twitch stream, and it was awesome. It was really, really fun. Uh, I am now at the second dungeon. So I have been, I've continued playing, and I've worked my way through, and now I've found the second dungeon, and I am running into a problem like i just can't seem to get past it the the difficulty of cadence of hyrule is really really high and it's high enough that i've i've even considered turning on i haven't done it yet but i've considered turning on the the mode where it you don't have to do it to the beat of the music everything just kind of moves when you move so you can like move link or zelda or cadence and um or whatever the 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 necro dancer's uh name is you can move those characters and every time that they move every other monster on the level moves and then you can stop and look and say okay uh this guy's got his arm up so he's gonna swing and this guy is about to cast a spell and uh, you know all of those like that kind of stuff like you can make all of those decisions and then decide where am I going to move next and move move to that next square. And I feel like that kind of takes away a lot of the charm of the game. So I don't want to play like that. But right now I am just absolutely slamming my head against a wall trying to figure out what am I doing wrong because I can't like I keep missing beats or uh, there'll be too many monsters clustered into an area, and so I can't find a way to dance around them so that I can uh, get my attacks off without getting hit myself. Um, I was talking to somebody about this. They said, Bill, leave the dungeon 
and just go look around and try and farm diamonds and farm uh, other stuff. Go find extra hearts and, and things like that so that you have more life because uh, that's going to be that's going to help you quite a bit. So I may end up doing that, but I, I, I got to say, I love this game, but it is it might be beyond my skill level, which is too bad. But, you know, I finished the first dungeon and you can do the dungeons in any order. So um, I finished a dungeon. Maybe I just finished an easier dungeon and this one uh, seems harder. It's the ice dungeon, by the way. So I'm having a lot of trouble with it, but I'm going to keep plugging away and keep trying and I'm going to resist the urge to turn off the fixed beat mode so that I or turn on the fixed beat mode so that I don't have to worry about uh, dancing to the beat of the game. Um, I think that that I think that that kind of defeats the purpose of playing this game. And if that's what I was going to play, then I would just play some other roguelike, even though this one has uh, oodles and oodles of charm. Okay, let's uh, let's let's talk about Super Mario Maker 2. Uh, I have to cough real quick. Just a sec. All right. Sorry about that. So uh, I want to talk about Super Mario Maker 2. That game, that game is awesome. I I can't wait until we can play with our friends. Uh, But I'm having an absolute blast playing Super Mario Maker 2. Now, uh, just so everybody knows, uh, if you go to runjumpstomp.com slash MM, as in Mario Maker, uh, you can submit your levels that you make to this uh, spreadsheet, which will have a bunch of people's levels on it. Uh, I don't know how many are in there now. Let's actually check. Let's go. Uh, run jump stomp stomp.com slash MM. Sorry for the typing sounds. And uh, what you'll see when you get there, you'll go to my website and it'll, you'll scroll down. It'll have a big picture that says Super Mario Maker 2. You click on that and it's going to take you to a Google form where you can submit your information. Right now, we've got five, um, only only five things in there, but that's okay, because we're going to get more. And uh, you can also, shoot, I didn't mean to do that. Let me click home. I, I screwed that up, slash MMM. I didn't mean to close it. Uh, and then what you can do is, if you go to MM, you can bring up the list, and it has all of the level IDs listed right there. Um, I will tell you this one. The first one, uh, level name stuff by Johnny Link is really, really difficult. And uh, you're going to have a hard time finishing that one. But it was fun to try. Uh, Johnny Link also said that his next one was going to be easier. Um, So, you know, hopefully more people get in there and uh, post their favorite. And it, it doesn't even have to be one that you made. It could be one that you just played and liked. And you are sharing it with the community. So, like, that might be something that I do as well, where if I play one and I really like it, then I'm going to put it into the Google form so that people uh, can access these levels and have fun with it. Because Mario Maker 2, it it just improves upon uh, Mario Maker 1 in every possible way outside of the fact that there's no Amiibo. Um, Like, I liked the idea that you could put an Amiibo in there and it would give you access to play as you know, the Splatoon kids or whatever. I thought that was cool. Um, That being taken away, I think is kind of lame, but at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. Uh, I've been playing mostly as uh, Toad uh, because what you can do is you can go in. um, 
I think you, yeah, I think on every type of game you can uh, go in and you can say, I want to play as either Mario, as Luigi, as Toad, or as Toadette. And I've been picking Toad. Uh, his little 8-bit sprite is hilarious, and I like playing as him. Uh, but Mario Maker 2 is fantastic. I've had so much fun. The 100 course challenge, or the endless course challenge, I think is beyond me. I, I like. I, I always get like three or four into it, and then I just hit a wall. And I have this there's a problem with my brain where it's like, you can't skip. I mean, if you skip, then you're giving up and I don't like to skip. Uh, and if you didn't know, you could just hold down the minus button on the controller for three seconds and it will skip you to the next level. I hate skipping. So I end up not doing those, uh, endless course challenge where it just keeps giving you random courses. But I've been having a lot of fun just going into the course bot, or not the course bot, the the course selector, course world, that's what it's called, and scrolling through and looking at one that has had lots of plays, that uh, it has lots of hearts on it, and selecting it and going through and trying to beat it. I've just been having a blast with it. Um, the, the community is very, very good at making mario levels they're so much fun and there's like the one of them that i did and i should probably try and find this and post it to the uh uh run slash mm uh and and i'm gonna try and do that later on today i'm pretty busy today though uh i'm gonna try and do that later uh, but it had this awesome boss fight where i got to the end and i had to fight bowser but the only way for me to defeat Bowser, I was I was trapped inside a little box, right? And Bowser was off to the to the right, and he was breathing fire at me, and it just kept shooting mushrooms out to keep me alive. And um, then I had to uh, do this weird dance with P switches, or um, I guess not P switches, just switches, which kept uh, turning blocks on and off in order to get. Um, like turtle shells to fall down on Bowser in order to defeat him. I it was incredibly clever and it came out of nowhere and I was really surprised when when it happened. I was just like that was a fantastic boss fight. Um and and I did that over on my Twitch stream and and I think I think everybody was pretty impressed with that particular level. So like if that if there's more like that out there, we are in for a real treat. Now, my question is are there levels in Mario Maker? Um, uh, I'm sorry, Mario Maker Two that came from Mario Maker One, and I haven't really thought about it until right now. In the middle of telling you about it, I, I was just curious. Like, I got the game on day one and I loaded it up, and there were already uh, like a, a bunch of levels. So. I guess I'm wondering how did those, all these levels get created so fast? And I'm sure there's lots of people who have Mario Maker and they, you know, they started making levels right away. But do we have some levels from Mario Maker 1? And if we do, that's really, really cool. Uh, I also i am very happy with the filtration system. So you can go through and filter out. Uh, you know, I don't want to do these music levels or I don't want to do speedrun levels. Although the speedrun levels are have turned out to be my favorites where... Uh, you go through, and I didn't know this, but you can say, okay, you'll get 20 seconds to finish this level. Uh, go. And you keep going through. I, and the, the first one that I did, I didn't realize it was a speed run level. 
and I went through and I got right to the end and I wasn't fast enough and I died and I was like, oh my God, I had no idea. Uh, the speed run levels might be my favorite levels, but uh, you can filter out the stuff that you don't like and just focus, drill down on in, into the stuff that you really do like. And I just think that that's fantastic. Mario Maker 2 is a treat. It is an absolute treat. I can't wait for us to be able to play together once we get that patch. Um, I, you know, who knows when that's going to happen? Hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, Mr. Tezuka, uh, he has five course creation tips for Super Mario Maker 2. If you want to follow a link in the show notes, uh, you know, some of them are just, okay, whatever. He's like, come up with a title first. It's it's really not that compelling content, but you know, it, you know, this is the guy who he he's been making Mario levels for a very very long time. So uh, the, the five course creation tips from Mr. Tezuka is over on Nintendo's YouTube channel, and if you just go to runjumpstomp.com, and this is episode three hundred fifty nine, you will see a link in the show notes for that. Let's thank our sponsors, and when we come back, we're going to talk about this giveaway. Not a giveaway from me, but a giveaway of a really, really cool-looking Nintendo Switch. Be right back. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. It's two-player fun on the split screen. Only for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power. Superpower. All right. Image and Form Games. They make some really, really great games. They make the SteamWorld games. Uh, so SteamWorld Dig, SteamWorld Dig 2, SteamWorld Quest, SteamWorld Heist. Is that everything? They make awesome games. And uh, I'm a fan of Image and Form Games. They have become one of my favorite developers on the Nintendo Switch. Or, or just in general. Uh, just this cool indie developer. They're, they're, they're putting out really, really good content. And they tweeted out today... Uh, they said, it's summertime, and we're giving away this custom golden SteamWorld Nintendo Switch. Retweet and reply with your favorite SteamWorld memory. We'll choose a winner, and when we're back from vacation in August, we'll pop on social media every now and then. Happy summer. Uh, and if, if you're watching the video, <clears throat> excuse me, then you get to see this, and if you're not, uh, follow the link in the show notes so that you can uh, check out the tweet from them. Uh, but this thing looks really, really awesome. So on the left Joy-Con, you can see uh, the character from the first SteamWorld Dig game. On the right Joy-Con, you can see the character from the second SteamWorld Dig game. And on the back, you can see characters from SteamWorld uh, Quest. And I don't think I see any SteamWorld Heist stuff on here, but that's okay. 
the, even the Nintendo Switch logo has been changed on this. So it looks like we're, the, we're you know how it's got like the black Joy-Con and the white Joy-Con and then they have the opposite colors in the uh, in the Switch logo. Uh, they've replaced the Joy-Cons, uh, the, like the thumbsticks, the circles that are usually there with little cog wheels. It's just really cool and it looks like it's done with metallic gold paint. Uh, just really, really awesome. I, I am, of course, going to enter this contest and I'm sure that I won't win, but somebody's going to win this thing. And I, you know, if it's you, I, I hope that you uh, message me and uh, let me know that you won because that thing is just so cool. And honestly, if you haven't played any of the SteamWorld games, you're missing out on a, some fantastic games. And, and they're from all different genres. So, for instance, if you're looking for a game that is a tactical game, uh, turn-based tactical, then you want to check out SteamWorld Heist. It's it's basically like XCOM or Mario plus Rabbids, but in the SteamWorld universe where you are like these robots who are on a spaceship and you're going from place to place and fighting against like space pirates and stuff like that. It's really awesome. If a Metroidvania game is more your jam, then check out SteamWorld Dig and SteamWorld Dig 2. Those games are ridiculously good, especially SteamWorld Dig 2. It's one of my favorite Metroidvanias of all time, so uh, definitely check that out. And then if you're looking for an old-school JRPG um, where they kind of base the combat on having cards in your hand, and you're like, okay, well, I've got these cards. I'm going to use this card, and it uses up my mana. Uh, then SteamWorld Quest is going to be something that you're going to want to check out. And if any of those games sound cool, uh, just go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. And I bet you if you type in SteamWorld, I don't know if I've done stuff for all of them, but I've done stuff, uh, like I've done videos on some of them. Uh, So if you just type in SteamWorld on my uh, YouTube channel, uh, you will find those videos and you can check out what the SteamWorld games are all about. Uh, they all have a really cool aesthetic. I love the art. And uh, they are also just really good examples of the genre that they're in. So uh, that's Image Informed Games. They're, you know, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed. I hope I win, but I doubt I will. But anyway, let's talk about something else that I'm never, ever going to win. And that's Tetris 99. Um, The highest place that I've ever gotten on Tetris 99 is second place. Uh, I was very happy to get there. Uh, But they keep having these uh, Tetris 99 online competitions, which I think are very cool. The last one gave you the ability to unlock um, like a Game Boy style theme for Tetris 99. And all you really had to do is at at worst play a, a play like 50 games nobody's gonna have to play 50 games in order to unlock that or nobody had to uh that would mean that you had to come in last place every single time um what, what was it uh, oh yeah 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 uh so the higher you place the more points you get and then though you once you earn 100 points you unlock um the whatever it is in the in, in the case of last time it was a uh Oh my god, my brain stopped working. It was a theme for uh for it via Game Boy. Uh this time it is a instead of a Game Boy theme, it looks like it is a Tetris or I'm sorry, not a Tetris theme, a uh uh Splatoon theme. 
so this is coming to us uh, from a tweet from Ninswitch News, which was actually talking about something from Nintendo Everything, but I followed it to the original source, and this is on Nintendo's Japanese uh, website. And I'm scrolling, 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 and here it is right here. Uh, so this is the fifth um, Tetris uh, Maximus Cup. Uh, it's called the Splatoon Collaboration Festival and it says Nintendo Switch, uh, and this is automatically translated, so it's going to be really broken English and stuff. But it says Nintendo Switch Online for member uh, of limited software uh, in commemoration of the final festival, which if you didn't know, we're coming up on the final DLC for Splatoon 2, uh, which I think is July 12th. Uh, or no, um, yeah, I think it's July 12th. Uh, they're also doing a collaboration with Tetris 99. Uh, during the period, the in-game graphics will change to Splatoon's style, and the theme of the Splatoon uh, collaboration will be, will be presented to all those who earn 100 points uh, that can be earned according to the ranking during the rank period, so please try it. Again, this is auto-translated, so it's really hard to get what they're saying, but that I already kind of covered the gist of it. If you like Tetris 99, if you're a fan of Splatoon, and if you want to um, uh, try and earn that, then uh, you're going to want to do that. And it, it happens on July 12th, uh, starting at 4 p.m. I'm not sure if that's it's probably Japan time. And it goes until July 16th. Uh, when it looks like, uh, 3.59 PM, uh, also Japan time. Now, are we going to be able to do this in the States or in Europe or in, in the other areas? I don't know. Cause I don't, I haven't seen anything about this from Nintendo Europe. I haven't seen anything about this from Nintendo America. However, in the past, uh, from with Tetris 99, They've kind of duplicated their efforts. They call them different things, but they duplicate their efforts, and it's it's the same all over the place. So I fully expect that we will see uh, something from Nintendo of America about this. However, uh, it's free to make a Japanese Nintendo Switch account. So uh, all you ha- all you would have to do is log in with a Japanese account, and then you could probably play this part. And it's not like you have to be able to read anything when you're playing Tetris and my guess is you would probably be able to unlock this. Um, anyway, uh, I, I'm definitely going to try because I, I love Tetris 99. It's a fun game, and you really don't have to play that many uh, games in order to get those 100 points that they're talking about. Okay, Dragon Quest Builders 2. Uh, it, it has a demo out. Uh, last time I, I just mentioned that the demo was out, and now I have played the demo. Um I did not play the entire demo. I played up to the point where you can save. And, you know, there's a lot of people who are confused about this. So I wanted to address it. And I think I could be wrong about this, but I think that they there's a good reason why you can't save beyond a certain point. I think the game is generated procedurally so that when I'm playing and when you're playing, we will have a different experience like the you'll all have all the same stuff but it would be in different places at least that's what it seemed like from what i read when i was playing the demo uh because you start out you're on a boat 
uh, with a bunch of monsters and the monsters are like, hey, dummy, go do all these things. And it's basically teaching you how to play the game, which is great because I didn't play the first one. Uh, and it's really cool. The thing that one thing that surprised me is you can go into first person mode and play in first person mode, which I thought that I would really like because I played a lot of Minecraft. But I actually prefer to play this in third-person mode. It's much better. The camera's up higher. You can see more of the world. And you can turn around faster as well. Uh, because if you're playing in first-person mode and you want to turn around, like the character has to go to do 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 and turn all the way around. Whereas if you're playing in third-person mode and you just point your stick the other direction, your character just spins around instantaneously. Um, but you uh, will break stuff down. You'll build things in a little crafting table like Minecraft. You place blocks. It's basically Minecraft in a Dragon Quest universe, and it's really fun. Uh, the 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 quests and the text dialogue is all super cornball, but it's also really charming, and I like it. So I had a lot of fun with Dragon Quest Builders 2. I'm not going to get it right away because I've just got too much to play. But it's definitely something that I'm going to be watching uh, to come out on a, like on sale or something. Uh, let's, let's, I'm going to skip this story about uh, Layton and just let you know that the, that there's a Layton game called uh, Catriel, the Millionaire Conspiracy Deluxe Edition coming to Switch on August 11th. No, no. Or is that November 8th? Yes, this is November 8th because that's Nintendo UK. Uh, so they they put their 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 numbers backwards for that. Uh, so I just want to let you guys know about that. Let's. Uh, I was gonna do feedback, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take that feedback and I'm gonna throw that in a light switch tomorrow instead, just because we're already approaching a half an hour, and I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to go over time. So. Uh, let's, let's wrap up the show and we'll get out of here. Uh, don't forget to nominate Nintendo Switchcraft by heading on over to, uh, podcastawards.com. That would really, really help out. Thank you to everybody uh, who did that last time. Let's see if we can do it again. Uh, become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You can get a hold of me. Uh, by emailing me runjumpstomp at gmail.com or shout at me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. Use the net, the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. If you're looking for ways to support the show, stop by uh, runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. For more content like this, check out my other shows at runjumpstomp.com slash shows. The music you're hearing right now is Cornaria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. It's awesome. They're awesome. You're awesome. You guys have an awesome day. I'm out of here. Bye-bye.